into consuming porn, something extraordinary began to take place. Something I never wished, something I never planned for began to take place. I began to have flood of thoughts trying to penetrate my mind, trying to take hold of my attention. I began to experience constant thoughts to watch porn. I just couldn't understand. How did I get here? How did I end up? Why am I so consumed with the thoughts of watching porn? So if you find yourself asking yourself a question as to Elisha, when I started watching porn, some of the things I was watching was simply vanilla porn. A man and a woman, when I started out innocently, this was a simple content. Then today's episode is something you do not want to miss. So, like I was saying earlier, my journey with porn, my interaction, my exposure to this content started very, very, very young at the early age of 12. Usually, I mean, statistically, that's what people usually tell you anyway, that most of the time boys usually get exposed to porn is between the age of eight. Now it's getting lower and lower because you have so much, um, there's so much opportunity for this content, for young boys, youngest to be exposed to this content. The availability, the accessibility is, uh, is just compared to 10 years ago, it's just, uh, it's gone a different uh exponentially there's there's a more um there's a more opportunity for you to get exposed compared to previous years where the only thing we have access to was just um, playboy magazine your tv your radio but now accessibility availability of the content it's so it's so much everywhere why because of and L device because of the mobile phone, because of the tablet. So my exposure started very, very young at the age of twelve, as the first child of the, of the as the first child in a family of four from an African home. Um, my upbringing wasn't the best, um, so every opportunity I had back then in days, I always just want to step outside. I always just wanted to leave outside of the four walls because I felt living inside with my family was just a constant pressure. That's what I always say to parents. You've got to make your house an haven, a beautiful garden for your children to dwell in. The moment your children dislike spending time in your home, you are exposing them to something you will, you, you could potentially regret. So in my own case, I just want to every opportunity to leave the house, every opportunity to just escape. To me, leaving the house was escaping from constant pain and nagging, 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 nagging. No matter what I do, nothing is good enough. Anyway, that led me to being exposed to porn. 
The very first porn I came across was a simple man and a woman. The very first time in my life, I look at my penis. I'm, I'm saying, wow, so this is what you use a penis for. Okay. That day, I went back home and I was consumed with the thought. You can imagine a young boy consumed with the thought, asking himself, oh, what is this? I mean, my parents never educated me about sex. No one ever spoke to me about sex. So, what then happened? Because gradually and gradually, because I'll probably say the first four years, I'm just going to be honest, I was consuming the same kind of porn. It was perfect. And like I said, I was so innocently, every night my parent goes to bed. My parent usually goes to bed very early because my mom then used to wake up very early to start her business. And while she's, by the time she's waking up early around four o'clock, that's when I'm going to bed. Because then I use, back then I use the night time to, to watch, um, to just go through a Playboy magazine. So by the time my mom is waking up to start her own business, that is when I'm saying, good night. How she didn't find out back in the days, I don't know. But that is for another episode. So in this particular episode, by my first five years, I was consuming the same porn. Now, I don't know whether the change for different tastes of porn occurred when I was exposed to um, sleeping with a prostitute because a friend of mine, again, everything I did sexually was via a friend, <laughs> the power of friendship. A friend of mine came along and said, you know what? We've been watching so much porn. Everybody knows we'll be masturbating because none of us has a girlfriend anyway. Um, let's go and pay for, um, for, for prostitute. And that introduced me to the world of sleeping with hookers, prostitute. So at a very young age, age 15 precisely, because that was the time, that was the age I lost my mom. So I remembered the age precisely. But as soon as I got to probably 18, 19, I knew the taste. I was getting bored of the kind of content I was watching. And I always emphasize this whenever I'm having conversation, whenever I'm, whenever I'm doing live. I said to the audience, the young men, the old men, I said, look, I can put my life on this. The content you started with is not the same content you're watching now. I can tell you why. Because fundamentally, when you overstimulate the brain, the, especially the dopamine reward system, the brain will go to a point whereby it will not give you the dopamine you needed. So the brain needs something new, something fresh. So what does that mean? You'll probably be looking for something else to watch. So gradually, I migrated. <laughs> I call it migration anyway. I migrated to con to them watching probably gang banging, meaning group of people having sex. I was very interested. In, wow. You have loads of men and one woman. I'm thinking, wow, this is a different world entirely. You could see I'm to, I've graduated. I've migrated. I'm not interested anymore in just having one guy and one woman. Now, the only thing I was consumed with was then a group of people having sex. And I want you to pay a close attention here. A group of men 
naked, having sex with just one woman. I want you to pay attention here. Gradually, by the time I got to age 21, age 22, no, age 20 rather, I was just tired. Then, I wasn't interested anymore. Porn wasn't fun to me anymore. Porn, watching porn and masturbating to porn was no longer interesting. Why do I say this? Because back by the time I got to age 21, 22, then I was having so much abdominal pain, so much sleepless night because you could imagine I was having, I was having insomnia because I will, I will spend most of the night time anyway, watching porn. So my sleeping pattern was messed up. So I was struggling to sleep because it was just a mess and it got things were so bad. The level of masturbation, then I was, I was inflating pain on myself to the point I will have bruises around my private part. It was so bad. I went to the GP once and the GP, the guy was looking at me thinking because the entire penis was swollen. And he said, um, could it be the, could, could we run a test? Check the food you're eating, everything, check your blood back in my mind. I knew this was simply based on constant masturbation. And things were so bad. Sometimes in the night, I would be crying because then I wanted to sleep. But I cannot sleep because now I'm now dependent on the dopamine that will relax me. And that's what people will tell you. Oh, Elijah is so relaxing. Yes, it's so relaxing. But I got dependent on that to the point that I'll be crying because I'm looking for an area a path in my penis I can touch that will not be painful. But unfortunately, every part of the penis has got bruises. So I'm having the pain. I'm crying in in excruciating pain. But at the same time, I'm trying to sleep. Then before you know what was going on, I began to watch some content that was so, I'll call it, let's just call it, they call it BDS. I mean, born people tying themselves down, pegging themselves. But do you know what's so funny? I hated those content. I I hated those. I just don't like the content. I don't like it. I don't like anything about those, that content whatsoever. But guess what? That was the only content that could bring me ejaculation. That was the only content that could bring me to orgasm. And I'm thinking, you know, then I used to live in a, okay, in England, this is what you call a council estate. So I used to live in a council estate, which is uh, like kind of a, a, a two floor. And um, one day my brother was upstairs and he came down and said, man, some of the content you are watching, man, I felt like vomiting because he came across the content. I was ashamed. I just ignored um, what he was saying then. And this is what I was going to say because you watching a porn in an, in an environment can also expose others to to um, to that content. But that's for a different episode. So in my so that day, my brother was saying to me, "My man, how did you? How, why? How you? Why are you watching those things?" In my head, I'm thinking. I don't like it myself, 
but man, I can't stop. If you know what is going on in my life, you, 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 be, you, 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 you find a way to help me. But I cannot cry out to him because he just cannot, he will never be able to understand what I was going through or experiencing. So, that was my life. But let's fast forward to a particular point. Soho Square. Soho Square has a major mark on my life, which I always remember. There, because there are certain things I did in my life. There are certain things that cause a significant shift in my life that occur in Soho Square. And I could pinpoint the day, the location, the joke, the, the the weather. I could I could tell what the weather was on that particular day. On this particular day, it was an evening, and I think I've just been into some cinema because in Seoul Square you have places where you can go and watch sex, um, like a cinema. You know, people watch cinema. They go to cinema and watch movie. In Seoul Square, there are places you just go and watch porn. And I went to this particular store. The I, I mean. I've been to all the stores, all the stores in Seoul Square. I went to this particular store. It was evening. The light was dim. It was a little bit, it was not full of light because there are many people coming. They don't want to show their face. And I went to a particular aisle and I was looking at some content. And I was there in that place for probably 40, 45 minutes because I was just there going from one shelf to another shelf just looking for something that would give me the stimulation because you might be thinking lasha what are you doing in the store for 45 minutes that is the danger of this content because you are always looking for something that will give you the next eye something that will just make you that you know that by the time you watch it it will give you a quick ejaculation because boy oh boy I was then tired of spending one to two to three to four hours trying to get to, to ejaculate to have um to climatize because those content was not just giving me the stimulation any longer. So in this particular store, I was standing, I knew what I was doing precisely. I was standing, my head was bent downward, and I was looking at a particular um, um content, and this thought came to my mind now that you've watched literally every content in this room why don't we start with gay porn it was a thought the power of thoughts i said no that was just i said no but i think i said it out loud i said no i'm not interested in gay porn what's my I'm not interested in guy to guy. I don't have any problem with gays, but I'm not interested in gay porn. I love my women's porn. I love my gang porn. I love my um, BDSM. This was what I was saying back then. Gay porn, I'm not interested. But that night, I never knew that night was an initiation into something that nearly cost me my life. Because after I got home that night and I woke up the next day and my mind was flooded with the thought, oh, you need to watch gay porn. Now I'll be walking on the street and I'll be saying, man, I'll be looking at them 
and the thought will come, oh, don't you think it's handsome? I'll be thinking, oh, yes, it's handsome. What's the problem? Remember what I said. The exposure I've exposed my mind to in those gang-banging sex. Loads of men naked. The picture was, the, the thought was not coming back. I was not comparing the guys I was seeing on the street with the picture of men I was seeing in those movies back in the days. Because my mind has registered those images. The power of your mind. I said, nah, 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 <laughs> this is not happening. Boy, it was like a war. It was like a war zone. I will be walking on the street. I will be on the bus. I will be on the train. And I will be wrestling. It's like I was wrestling in my mind. Oh, man, look at that guy. Don't you think he looks like the guy you just seen that you used to watch? And sometimes I will, it's like a dialogue. I'll be thinking, yes, yes. I'm thinking, hold on, hold on, hold on. What am I doing? What am I doing? Things were so bad. I said to myself, nah, 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 nah. I would rather kill myself than start exposing myself to gay porn. No me, no way in the meat. What? And I think that's when it dawned on me that hold on. How did I end up here? And this is where I want you to please take time to listen. Whether you agree or you disagree, this is my own life. This is my own story. Your life, your story might be different from mine. But I'm telling you one thing which is constant. The brain works the same in every human being. What you expose your brain to over a period of time will determine what you think. And what you think by the time is being reinforced and you begin to fantasize it, over time you begin to engage and activate the behavior. Whether you agree with me or not, the bad news is this. Porn will shape your sexuality. Because the more you watch this content and you are reinforcing a particular content in your mind, you will begin to look for avenue to engage in such behavior. I remember back in the days, the only thing I was interested in was hmm, how, what is it? What, what will it be like to carry out what I'm seeing in the movie? I'm now, the only thing that was exciting to me was to see how I can practicalize what I was looking at, what I was fantasizing in the real life. The, bringing it to my own reality was something I was so fascinated about. So why am I saying this to you? In the conclusion, everything begins with a thought. The time, the day you started consuming that content, I want you to look at that day, maybe a year ago, and look at the kind of content you're exposed to now, the kind of content you are watching now. Are there any difference? Are you watching something that you're not proud of? Are you watching something that when you look at it, you ask yourself, how did I end up here? Why am I watching this? I hate, what in the world is wrong with me? When you are at that point, my challenge to you, 
is to address you the behavior immediately i've always said even researchers confirming many now before people will tell you oh pedophiles are old men and when people tell you who are pedophiles you think they are old men with long beard unfortunately you are seeing more younger people having sharing child pornography on the internet and i can guarantee you these individuals when they started off their goal wasn't child pornography their goal like any other individual was normal sex but over a period of time like i said to you they've migrated and now the only thing that can give them the stimulation are child pornography transgender or all sort of things that even when you finish jacking up to this content you will look at the content and you begin to cry for yourself so my message to you is this before it is too late take time to review this practical step you will take put a plan of action in place there are so many resources if you go to elisha colladi slash resources there's a link um on this podcast start with your why please help yourself these are free resources it is for your own good i believe if we start implementing these steps your life will be transformed thank you and see you in the other episode bye for now